Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Grizzly Bear Bets podcast on the Grizzly Bear Blues Podcast Network. I'm your host, Chase Bobbitt. Today is Tuesday, November 15th, 2022, and the Memphis Grizzlies are in action tonight against the New Orleans Pelicans in New Orleans, with the big news being that Jaron Jackson Jr. will be looking to make his season debut tonight after being out for the start of the season with a foot injury. So, We'll dive right into that game, all the bets that we can make. Before that, we'll do a quick recap of the game on Sunday against Washington Wizards. Honestly, not much to talk about. Very disappointing game. But do a quick recap of the bets that we made and then get into the game tonight. So, as always, I do not take any financial responsibility for any bets that are placed. And DraftKings is the book that we are using for all the odds in this podcast throughout the season. So, Quickly into the game from Sunday, the Grizzlies lost to the Wizards 102-92 in Washington. Kristaps Porzingis led the way with the Washington Wizards with 25. Dylan Brooks led the Memphis Grizzlies with 19 points. I said, uh, sorry, I said Washington Wizards minus one. That did hit. And then I said over, which did not as the game didn't even hit 200 points. So very disappointing game from all aspects, from a betting aspect, from a Memphis Grizzly fan aspect, and just from a Honestly, a neutral aspect. This game was not fun to watch, not exciting at all, and a game to forget for the Grizzlies, honestly, for the Wizards too. But the Wizards are on a four-game win streak now after that win, so good for them. They got a win. No Bradley Beal. Um, Wizards did what they had to do. But from a Grizzlies perspective, again, I predicted Wizards minus one that hit, so Grizzlies did not cover. I said over. That was a mistake. Um, But... Santi Aldama over 12.5 points did hit. He had 15, second most that he's had so far this season. I had Kyle Kuzma over 19.5 points as one of my two play of the games. He only had nine points. I will come out and say I have officially banned myself from betting any Kyle Kuzma props for the rest of the season. I've missed on every prop I've ever said about this guy. Um, the two scoring props in the last two games that the Grizzlies played against the Wizards. I also had a side bet that I did not include in the podcast. This was a personal bet that I made. I had him over one and a half threes, and he hit. He was like one for eight or something like that. So Kyle Kuzma is now on my do not bet list. So if you ever see a Grizzly Wizards game again, just know that there won't be any Kyle Kuzma props. And if I include one, please hold me to that and tell me to remove that as quickly as possible. So Kristaps Porzingis was the over. With sorry, was the other play of the game over one and a half threes? I think he had five on the night, so he hit that very easily. He hit it in the first quarter. Um, Porzingis was very good for them on Sunday. So that hit went one and one on play of the games for the night. So I think that takes us to 11 and three on the season so far, if I'm not mistaken, but we'll confirm that after the, uh, after this game is discussed. So Tyus Jones over seven and a half assist was my next play that missed. He had five on the night. Obviously the, the team only scored 92 points. So hard to get seven and a half assist when your team only scores 92. That was a bummer. Dylan Brooks over two and a half threes hit, just barely, he finished with three on the night, three from nine from three. Top score for the Grizzlies. Someone had to score the ball, so Dylan Brooks hit that over two and a half, three mark relatively easily when it was all said and done. So, again, disappointing game. Move on from it. Move straight into tonight, which is the Grizzlies in New Orleans. The Pelicans are currently a four-point favorite. Over-under is set at 229 for the game. So, to start off with, obviously, as I said, Jaron Jackson Jr. will make t- – Look to make his return tonight for the season. That's exciting news, but Desmond Bain is out for two to three weeks with an ankle injury, so gain one, lose one there from the Grizzlies. Obviously, Desmond Bain has been probably the best player for the Grizzlies all season considering 
everything. Obviously, John Morant's stats are better. John Morant's a superstar, but with everything that Desmond Bain has done in his role, he's been the most important player for the Grizzlies this season. So not having him will hurt a lot. I still do like Grizzlies plus four. Zion Williamson's status is currently listed as questionable as well. I would expect him to play in a, you know, a big nationally televised game against John Morant. I'd expect to see Zion out there. So at plus four, that should be assuming he's going to be playing in the game. If Zion doesn't play, I'd expect that line to move towards the Grizzlies, maybe even make the Grizzlies a slight favorite. But I, I would expect Grizzlies probably plus one, plus two, if Zion is listed as out for the game. So Memphis won and covered in three of the four games against the Pelicans last season. Zion didn't play at all last year, so obviously that's the big news there is that he didn't play. So it's hard to look at any of these games and kind of get a trend of what to expect this go around. And then they, you know, halfway through the season got CJ McCollum. So the first half of games, he was not included in that. So both teams have a losing record against the spread so far this year. The Pelicans are two and three at home against the spread. So neither team good against the spread. New Orleans is 3-5 and five as a favorite so far this year against the spread, so everything is pointing in the Grizzlies' direction at plus 4. I like a lot. Grizzlies like to get up for these national televised games. John Morant's going to want to continue to control that narrative. You know, Zion against Ja. I know they're friends. I know they're both, you know, have said that there's really nothing there, but Ja Morant does love to, you know, control these narratives and move them in his favor, so I expect a big game from Ja tonight. And they're going to look to win this game similar to, similar to the game that they had against the Timberwolves on Friday night. Um, just a lot of hype around the game. The Grizzlies like to play in these kind of matchups. So Pelicans have not been good this season under the circumstances. I've seen a lot of people kind of already dub them a contender in the Western Conference. I don't think that's the case. I've said that since day one. I think they're a good team. I think that they can be dangerous, but I don't think they're as good as people want to give them credit for. Zion Williamson is one of the worst defenders in the NBA. That's a statistical fact. So if he doesn't play, honestly, it may help them, um, especially defensively. Um, So take that what you will. Obviously, he's still offensively one of the best players in the NBA. So kind of, you know, cancels each other out there. But Grizzlies are one and two as a dog so far this season against the spread. And I expect them to make that um, two and two on the year. I do like the Grizzlies plus four in this spot. Going at the over, under is currently at 229. These are both average defensive teams at best. Three of the four games that these two teams played last season hit the over mark, and overs are 8-5 and five so far for the Pelicans this year. As I just mentioned, Zion Williamson is a bad defender, so him not playing may help them on the defensive end. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. in the lineup, I don't expect him obviously right away to be a all defensive team player like he was last season. So I like the over national televised game. I think there's a lot going into this game. So both teams are going to look at going at going at each other. So over 229 is not a crazy number. Both teams allow over 113 points per game. And I, I think this is going to be one of those, you know, 120 to 115 type games, a lot of points in the game. So Grizzlies first quarter is the next bet for the night. It's currently at plus one and a half. We've said many times that Grizzlies are one of the best first quarter teams in the NBA. I've been hot on all Grizzly first quarter bets so far this season. I know Matthew, the podcast that he took on Friday night, same way. Um, Grizzlies love to play, play fast, start well in the first quarter. They've won six of their last seven games in the first or six of the last seven first quarters against the New Orleans Pelicans. So trends point in that direction as well. With the plus one and a half, you get any kind of tie. Any last-second shot for a backdoor cover, 
you get the advantage there. So I like Grizzlies plus one and a half for the first quarter. Having the plus number for a team that's this good in the first quarter is always a benefit. So I like that there to start the start the game off. My play of the game tonight is actually Dylan Brooks over two and a half rebounds. Seems very low to me. He's averaging three and a half a game so far this this season. He's hit the over two and a half mark in the last six games in a row. He started off slow. I think he had two rebounds in three of the first four games. So he went 2-2, 4-2 to start the season. And since then, he's hit over two and a half in every game. So it seems very low. He's 6'7", 225. He should be able to crash the boards and get at least three rebounds. I don't expect him to go crazy and get you know 6'7", but three rebounds is extremely realistic for Dylan Brooks, who will be playing probably even more minutes tonight with Desmond Bain out. Jaron Jackson Jr. in the lineup I don't think really affects that at all. Coming back from an injury, he should be on a minute restriction. He doesn't really crash the boards when he's playing to begin with, so I like Dylan Brooks over two and a half rebounds as my play of the game. He averaged four a game last season against the New Orleans Pelicans in the three games that he played, two games that he played against the Pelicans last year. Another rebounding prop I like a lot is Steven Adams over nine and a half rebounds. Anytime Steven Adams has below 10 rebounds uh, listed as his prop, I'm going to take it. He averages 11.4 games so far this season. He's gotten 10 rebounds in five of his last six games this season. He did only average nine and a half a game last year against the Pelicans, so that's right at the mark. But Steven Adams, again, him against Jonas Valanciunas, he's just so crucial for everything that the Grizzlies do, especially on the offensive end um, in terms of you know getting offensive rebounds, kicking it back out for threes, getting it back, getting it back out to John Morant, who can then drive and attack the basket. Um, him and Jonas Valanciunas obviously traded for each other in the last offseason. So this is just one of those things that I think that the Grizzlies, or I think Steven Adams takes it as a pride matchup anytime that he plays against Jonas Valanciunas because it was a one-for-one or it was a I wouldn't say one-for-one because obviously the pick that ended up being Zaire Williams was part of that deal as well but Steven Adams wants to prove something when he's going up against Jonas and I expect him to get over that nine and a half mark relatively easily looking at John Morant points is currently listed at 28.5 points obviously no Desmond Bain is going to lead to a more offensive load for John Morant so I expect John Morant to Get over that 30, uh, over the 28 point mark, but I expect him to get 30. He's averaging 28.8 points per game this season. He didn't do great against the Pelicans last year. He played them in two match, or sorry, three matchups last season, averaged only 22.3 points per game against the Pelicans. So one of his lowest averages of last season was against the Pelicans, but no Desmond Bain, as I said. Against Zion Williamson, I think John Morant comes out and has a big game. Um, wants to kind of get back into that MVP race because I think he fell off a bit. Kind of, you know, the last couple games, he's had a good good couple games since then. He had a good game against the Timberwolves on Friday night, and I expect him to continue that momentum tonight against the Pelicans. So I do like Ja over 28.5 points. I even like it more now that the Desmond Bain news is out. So, And I don't think Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to take up many of those shots with the limited minutes that he's going to play. So I like John Morant over 28.5 points. Highly considered that for my play of the game, but we did go Dylan Brooks over 2.5 rebounds there for the play of the game. So honestly, that's all for tonight, guys. For some reason, the 
Pelicans players are not listed on the props currently on DraftKings, and I want to make sure to get this podcast out in enough time for people to make their bets. So the only players I have are Brooks, Morant, and Adams for any props for tonight. So you have Dylan Brooks at 17.5. I didn't love that over. Um, though Dylan, though Desmond Bain is not playing, I just you know Dylan sometimes is such a streaky shooter that over seventeen and a half is a lot of points to ask for Dylan Brooks. Stephen Adams over six and a half is the only other point listed currently. Um, obviously, there's a chance that he can get that, but he's only averaging he's averaging six point eight so far this season, and in the games against the Pelicans last year. He did average 9.3 points. So if you want to include another player, I'm sorry. I, every time I go to ESPN, the uh, advertisement plays in the background. So that's what that noise is, if you guys could hear the the commercial there. But he did average 9.3 points in the four games against the Pelicans last season. So if you want to go another player, I would go Steven Adams over 6.5. And, and that's completely off the top of my head as I'm reading it. I would go Adams over 6.5. So... There's another play for you guys tonight, and that will conclude the podcast since we don't have any other players out. Um, I appreciate it. As always, I will be watching the game, the whole whole game tonight at home, so I'll be live tweeting the game from the at Bets Twitter, so make sure to follow there for any kind of live props. Um, obviously, when more player props come out, I'll be able to live bet those as well as all the spreads, totals, money line, all that good stuff. I will be live tweeting from that account, uh, Chase Bob at nine is my personal Twitter. Make sure to follow there for all Grizzly opinions, anything non you know sports betting related. I usually tweet about the Grizzlies on there, and then make sure to follow our Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter account, which is at SBN Grizzlies. That tweets all all live games. Um, or sorry, live tweets all the games, not from a betting perspective, from just from a recap perspective. We have a lot of good content on the Twitter as well. All the Written content is also on www.grizzlybearblues.com. And then we have all the podcasts on the podcast feed. A lot of great podcasts there. So make sure to check all those things out. So I appreciate everyone who's listening, everyone who's supported the podcast so far through the uh, through the season, 17 episodes in. I will be out again for the next two games. I believe they play the Oklahoma City Thunder on Friday. And then it looks like they play the... Brooklyn Nets on Sunday the 20th I will be out of the country for my honeymoon so we'll have people fill in for those games again Matthew did a great job for the game last Friday so we won't skip a beat on this podcast and yeah so thank you guys again I will be back for the game on next Tuesday which is against the Sacramento Kings in Memphis Tuesday the 22nd so I'll see you guys then again make sure to follow the Twitter in the meantime I will be keeping up with everything there so Thank you guys and have a good one.